0: All right, guys, uh, welcome to podcast number two, episode two, season one. We are going to be talking today about your food preps and the importance behind it. A lot of you guys have taken your foot off the pedal, and you need to put your foot back on that pedal. If you're not paying attention to what's going on around the world, you need to do so now because we are at a critical food shortage moment coming up. I believe this wholeheartedly. You need to stack your food to the rafters if possible. I don't care about your gold and silver and your bullets. Those are great to have, but you can't eat them. You cannot eat these things. You may be able to buy some stuff, but chances are your food is going to be worth more than gold. I want to encourage you guys to go out today. Go to Smart and Final go to Walmart, go wherever. I don't care about your politics in terms of, I'm not buying from that store because they support this. Whatever. You need to get out there and you need to buy some stuff. Buy some long-term stuff. Yeah, the 25-year shelf life food stuff is great, but during these economic times, it might not be too feasible for too many of you. So I wanna just suggest, go get yourself some beans, Get yourself some Pintos. Get yourself some whatever beans you can find, long-term, long-term stuff. Get yourself some Diet Tenacious Earth. You can order it on Amazon. Food, grade Diet Tenacious Earth. Get those Mylar bags. You can get those on eBay. They're not very expensive. They're a little hard to find nowadays, but they're still out there. Now, the ratio that you're going to be using with the amount of beans That's all over the Internet. You can research that for yourself. I know you want a cookie-cutter, quick-fix system, but we're not going to do that here. What we're going to do is encourage you to get out and get this stuff. So you get yourself a Home Depot bucket. You get yourself the Mylar bags. You get yourself the beans and the Diet Tenacious Earth, and you put them in there. The Diet Tenacious Earth will not let any of those little critters chew on your supplies while they're in the dark and they're just feasting and just loving all this food that they have. It kills them by killing off their skeletal system, which enables them dead, and it's not harmful to eat. Matter of fact, I got a friend, he takes it regularly. He says it helps him in all kinds of things. I'm not gonna prescribe that whole philosophy, but I'll tell you, it's not harmful. But if you want, you can always rinse it off. It's not a big deal, but you'll get a long, long long-term lifespan out of your beans by doing that. People talk about pastas and all that. That's fine. Now, with rice, do not get brown rice. you got to get the white rice because that, that, that husk around the brown rice, it's oily and it just goes funky. It gets bad. So you actually need to get the white rice, the jasmines or whatever. Just get yourself that stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. One of the things you also want to consider is water because, you know, with all this stuff, these beans, you're going to need water to cook it in. So keep in mind, where are you going to get your water? Water filtration. A lot of people talk about water filtration. And you got to understand, there's a big difference from water filtration versus water purification. Most of the filtration systems that are out on the market, like my gravity-fed system, it's great. It's, it'll work in a grid-down situation. But it will only take out the cryptosporin, the pathogens. It's not going to take out the viruses. It's not going to take out the E. coli and all that sort of stuff. So, you need to have a secondary plan. How are you going to purify your water? Simple, boil. Now again, people are gonna argue left and right, and I'm not gonna get into that time of boil. Some people say three minutes, some people say one minute sufficient, some people say six. I I really don't care where you land on it. You go ahead and research that out yourself, but you do wanna make sure that you got your water purified along with just, not just filtering, but purified. And to save your filters, it's a good idea to get those diesel filters. They're dirt cheap. Get those on, I've seen them on eBay. i got about 12 of them. And you just hold those over a bucket. You pour water through it. It's the initial purification before it goes through your secondary filtration system. And it'll just save your filters. They'll last a lot longer. In other words, you can just throw muddy water in there, and it doesn't matter. You can toss that bad boy, and you'll uh, you'll still be saving the life of your filter. Something else to consider here, by the way, is if you're on medication. Now, if you're on medication, you need to think about asking your doctor or doing whatever you can to get those things stored up. Because you understand we're also in a pharmaceutical shortage right now. So if you can get off of meds, more power to you. That's what I suggest. Uh, I have not taken any antibiotics. I have not taken any vaccines I've I'm not taking anything I barely even take I think the last time I took an aspirin I just had a really funky weird headache and that was like two years ago and I took some aspirin back then which leads me to my next prepper item you should definitely have a colloidal silver generator colloidal silver is pretty doggone expensive and I got to tell you I've been using it all my kids none of my kids have suffered ear infections uh, even one my one kid, he got strep throat from school. He came and started up, and we started treating him immediately with the colloidal silver, and within a day it had cleared up. So the colloidal silver is a pretty amazing thing, and you can make this at home. There are kits available out there. You can make your own by following a simple, you know, you can, again, go online, figure it out which one you want, and you can. I made my own. You can get. Um, there's so many manufacturers they're a little pricey some of them but it takes everything out of, out of it for you to have to buy all the separate components and all that but i i don't care how you do it you just need to get your colloidal silver going and all colloidal silver is not created equally you want to get it down to the smallest nanoparticle the network, and that that has a lot to do with the amount of electricity and the, the type of voltage heading forward so make sure that you if you do build your own that you do your due diligence and figure out which one is the best if you want get a hold of me I'll tell you what I do I even have a couple videos on YouTube uh, I'll, I'll post those I'll post this on our webpage for Pathfinders as well now um, another thing get a nebulizer now nebulizers you can spend a lot of money on some pretty exotic nebulizers but honestly what you're using your essential oil for it that's a nebulizer and it's not rocket science. It's, you don't have to go out and buy a really super expensive one. But the ones where you put the essential oils in, those are called nebulizers. And what they do is they send them into a smaller, finer nano, nanoparticle. And now, if you do get a lung infection, COVID, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying this is going to cure you. But nothing survives in a silver environment, in a nano silver environment. It's, I mean, they're using, the, they're using silver for a lot of stuff nowadays. You can use that. Now, when I had uh, the beginning, the, and this is what got me into colloidal silver because I started having really bad chest pains, uh, not heart chest pain things, but lung problems. I was working in the studios at one time, and I, I think it had something to do with what was in the studios. I don't know, but I, I almost started getting like I – I did have a really bad bronchitis, and I felt like I was starting to move to pneumonia. I went to the doctor. And he goes, yeah, you know, you probably have pneumonia. It's like, what? I started – doing this treatment with colloidal silver and a nebulizer, within three days, everything, everything, I'm telling you, everything cleared up. Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not prescribing this. I'm not saying do this, but I'm telling you, for me, it worked, and that went away. So I have been a huge advocate of it ever since. Now, this was many. This is close to like 18 years ago when I did this. So now all of my kids, all everybody in my family, even before then, I had them on – uh, the colloidal silver, just using it for conjunctivitis, it'll it'll definitely kill anything that you have in your uh, as far as conjunctivitis, eye infections, anything else like that, ear infections, throat infections, wound infections. If I got a wound that looks like it's starting to turn a little red around the laceration, I'll take simple tape, I'll take a, a little bit of a cotton ball, roll it up into a very fine uh, compressed little ball, maybe like elongate it. I'll put that up against the wound, and I'll put about you know, just saturate that with colloidal silver. Now that wound, in about two days, that redness is completely gone, and it's it's on its way to healing. Of course, the best thing to do if you get a wound is wash it right away, which I try to do, but sometimes I work with my hands a lot, and if I get a cut on my hand, it always seems to want to get infected. So I'm constantly at that fighting thing because I'm constantly nicking myself, cutting myself. I get, you know, I cut myself just the other day in the garage I was working on, so I go, so, it's like right on the back side of my thumb, right where I, like I'm like i always using my right hand, my right thumb, and I had this little cut. I'm looking at it right now as I'm talking to you, and because I didn't pay attention to it, like I was still working and dirt was getting in it. They even had a Band-Aid on it, but it started to get that little bit of redness around there. I took the colloidal silver, got that saturated little cotton ball, put the tape around it. The next day, the redness was completely gone, and it actually looked like it was starting to heal, like faster. So, um... Loyal silver, big advocate of it, as you can tell. And also, you got to stay healthy. You know, you guys, you got to make sure that you're doing your PT regularly. Get out and walk. Do your, do your, you got to stay physically fit because there's nothing worse than with if yogurt hits the fan and you got to move or you got to go somewhere you're going to be doing a lot of physical activity. You're going to be toast. You're not going to be any use to anybody if you're just this lazy, fat TV watching slob. So if that's what you're doing, stop it. And don't oversaturate yourself with the negativity, the news, and everything else. Please, don't do it. I mean, yeah, you've got to stay abreast of situations, heads on a swivel, and, and take into consideration, you know, all of your intelligence coming forward. But don't sit there and just, like, saturate yourself to the point to where, okay, uh, this is really getting me down. Because it can. I mean, I know people that are really getting really messed up in the head because they're overly thinking everything. You don't want to analyze until you're paralyzed which puts me into the next category, spirituality. You guys, I would encourage you guys to read the Bible. Read Psalm. Read one Psalm a day. It's not only, it's encouraging, but it, it, well, that's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to push that hard on you guys. I know some of you guys are not believers. uh, And I pray you would be. I pray you give your life to Jesus. But you know what? That's between you and the Lord. Eternity is a long time to be wrong. And I'll just leave it at that. But, um, Man, you gotta you gotta have your uh, you gotta get right with Jesus. That's that's just really important because this whole world is not gonna last. I mean, no matter what we do, no matter how we prepare, we you know, we're, it's gonna come to an end one day. Just I'm right now doing a study in Revelations, and it's just like whoa! <laughs> I don't want to be around for that. Um, so anyway, that being said, you guys just uh, think about these things. Try to uh, try to get your preps. Uh, organized, you know, like we talked about before, Um, just make sure that everything is is in close proximity. We're going to be doing our next podcast. Uh, We'll be on a 72-hour bug out bag, and I'm going to hopefully get my guest to come on board and discuss this this very important and essential thing. Everybody's bag is different. I'm not going to go into it right now, but just stay tuned for our next podcast. It will be dealing with a 72-hour bug out bag. All right. Hey, This is Major Burke, and I am signing off, and we are Code 4 in Sector 7. God bless you guys.